What's up? Hi. Oh my God. So we have so much to talk about. Now, welcome back to another episode of the Hash Wednesday podcast with me, comedian Catherine Maloney. And me, Minister Mary McGee. Today, we're going to smoke a little reefer and be your teachers as we talk about St. Bartholomew. Okay. Wait, what did I even just say? <laughs> I don't, is I this a rhyme? <laughs> kind of does. If you're high, it rhymes really good. Like super good. You'll watch it. Really good. <laughs> like super good. I was like, man, that's fucking magic, man. <laughs> Just spitting out rhymes over there. <laughs> Give her a contract. Big <laughs> mad fire over there. <laughs> oh my god. So this week, we're also going to be talking about The Simpsons and all of these crazy predictions that they've had throughout the years and the conspiracy behind it, what they're all about. We're also going to do another fun-filled segment of... Girl, what you watching? What you watching, girl? Thank you for doing this. This is a fun one to study, I thought. What do you think? I thought he was the only saint I've heard of so far with a best friend. Super buds. I know. Because remember, we had this discussion. We were like, oh, they were all such loners. Nobody had a best friend. He had his buddy Philip. He had his buddy Philip. They were BFFs until the very end. The bitter end. The upside down end. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> poor guys oh <laughs> i don't think we're supposed to laugh that hard at that but i definitely oh. i definitely smoked a lot before this one so um <laughs> and i had um one of those twisted teas twisted teas are so delicious i haven't had one in so long i don't drink anymore but when i did i would make a twisted tea mm-hmm. with ice cubes and a lemon and then sometimes i would add sweet tea vodka Ooh, yeah so that's why i don't drink anymore (laughs) (laughs) that's the thing we are bartenders like genetically like on both sides of our families know how to do it it's crazy we're really good we are we have party like not that we have a lot but even if we have kids parties you know like we always have drinks for the adults and i just automatically just it's natural to start bartending and i actually really like doing it even at work i hate waitressing but i love making drinks yeah i liked it too i actually went to bartending school i i forgot you went to bartending (laughs) school because i like to throw 500 dollars away at a time i know you're like i already know how to do this and i was doing this at seven (laughs) yeah exactly seven and seven i'm on it i made so much money as a little kid like waitressing at christenings and like weddings and shit like that old people they didn't want to get up to go to the bar and so they would give me a dollar a drink a dollar a no, drink. No, and then somebody would throw you a 20 somewhere in the mix. Yep, the big shot. Yeah. Yeah, in front of everybody. Don't worry about it. I got it. I got it. Yeah, we would make serious bank, like, running drinks at parties. And I'm talking, we're, like, six years old. 
<laughs> no, my kids are so lazy. They don't get drinks for anybody. <laughs> oh man, they are leaving money on the table. I know. I didn't tell them about that. Oh, I mean, I don't know if we should be encouraging, that, but, <laughs> but I'm glad I got to do it. I made something really good tonight and I should have made a video of it and I knew I should have. I made lobster mac and cheese. Are you freaking fucking scratch? Are you kidding me? You're not going to believe this, but I actually had a live lobster in my car today. God, are you serious? Yes. I got a call on the way to work to pick up a lobster from the seafood store and I had a live lobster. Oh my God. He felt it into my, into my daughter's car seat oh my god that's <laughs> how you transported it i didn't i was scared that the box is gonna open if i didn't secure it and that then i was gonna have like a live Did lobster you take a coming picture to, coming to kill me i took a picture of the lobster once it was like on the table like not cooked but like when it was like alive no, like you should have taken a picture of it in the car seat man i that's know the money that's shot. what mike said but i was running late so because i had to pick up the lobster <laughs> Always, please, next time you're in the predicament, please take a fucking picture. And you made lobster mac and cheese? How'd you make it? I did. So I, you know, took the lobster tail out or whatever, and then I chopped it up. And then in a bowl, I did two chopped uh, cloves of garlic, red pepper flake, olive oil, lemon zest, parsley, salt, pepper, garlic powder. I always do extra garlic. And then um, gushed that all up and like, put it aside. And then I started doing, um, I boiled the pasta to make the mac and cheese. I used large macaroni, the elbows. It was really good. Yeah. I I haven't had that in forever and it was pretty good. So then in the pan, I, I, uh, sauteed the lobster in butter. So like a lot of it. And then I scooped out the lobster meat, put it aside. And then in that same butter, like that I made the lobster in, then I put more butter in and then cooked that down, added the flour and then the milk and then more seasoning. And then I did one small, small block of Velveeta Ooh. and then some of the um, Telemach assorted like cheddar. It's like okay. like a blend. And then I did that. And then I, um, I cooked up the uh, breadcrumbs. I did panko and the fine ones in butter and seasoned that and then elbows into the cheese sauce. And then I did a layer of that, then the layer of the cooked lobster and then the rest of the mac and cheese and then a freaking thin layer of the shredded cheddar and then the seasoned buttered fucking breadcrumbs what? on top. And then I put that in the oven and let it get all bubbly and brown and fucking A. Was that fucking good? Oh my God. It was so good. Kayla was like, (laughs) cause I'll usually feed her. Like if I make a big thing, I'll usually feed her. And then sometimes I won't eat right away. She was like, sit down and eat this. This is amazing. That's what she said. Yeah. So, so good. And I was like, why didn't I fucking film it? But oh my God, that sounds amazing. I'll do it again. It was a fancy dancy fucking evening. That sounds awesome. It was so good. Girl, what you watching? What you watching, girl? I watched Day Shift and it's on Netflix. It's got Jamie Foxx and Snoop Dogg and Dave Franco. And it's good. So if you guys are looking for something, it's scary. It's about their vampire hunters. So Day Shift. Day Shift. You know what I watched? Hmm. I watched all five Scream movies with Brianna on her birthday. I mean, that's a good gift. And Erin, oh my God. Like, I never would have let my older kids watch this. Oh, she watched Close your eyes. Close your eyes. I mean, Kayla, like, watched everything. You know, she really did. And I'm like, oh my God. I'm like, I'm wiring her brain into, like, being a maniac. Mm. 
Like, close your eyes. <laughs> scary, scary movies from, like, the 70s. I'm like, meh. How yeah. scary could it be? It's from the fucking 70s. Yeah. Right? So, I mean, Scream came out in, like, the fucking 90s. So, yeah. on some level, you're like, eh, how bad could it be? But then, you know, it goes throughout the years or whatever. I mean, it is gory, but I love the Scream movies. Like, love, love, love. I saw almost all of them in the theater. I almost bought tickets to the fifth one the to watch The first in the one came out. I was in eighth grade. I was 13, which is Brianna's exact age that she just turned. Mm-hmm. And that's when the first one came out. And I went with Trisha Perry to King's Plaza Movie Theater. Yes. and we saw it 13 times we want we went every single day for like two weeks and, and watched it every single day we were oh obsessed with it yeah i mean it was a really good movie and i think matthew lillard is like my favorite part of the movie i when, loved him and that's who brianna likes too that's my he's my favorite in the whole movie too. i think i mean i had so much comic relief. oh yeah because you know he was so funny in it and like you know he's so confident and shit so yeah i could see that the scene where uh, there would have this phone and he gets hit on the back of the head. That actually wasn't supposed to happen. The fake blood was sticky. I just read that it was sticky. And so when, you know, Billy Loomis goes to hit him in the face or the head or whatever, like it, he totally was like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. But it looks so good because it was real. They said, keep it in. So, but yeah, that's so funny. She's watching it. Kayla likes it too. She does. All of them were good. I really like them. I know. I like them too. Yeah. I I just remember that being like the first time that a scary movie came out where it was like funny too. I mean, I'm sure there were other times where that was my first experience with it, where it was like, you know, for that time, those people, like they were cool. They were, they were funny. Like they were having a good time. Like it was like, you really liked the characters, you know? Mm -hmm. And so and then also like to have like the killer be amongst them. That was, all, yeah. you know, like that was, just, it was just different. It was. Even though it's just like a slasher movie, but I just remember like thinking this was the coolest movie. Yeah. But you're right though, because usually like the bad guy is not uh, like one of them, you know, it was Jason Voorhees or Mike, Ma- Michael Myers, uh, you know, it was like Freddy Krueger. This was the first time where it was fucking literally them that were, you know, doing yeah. it from the inside. So it was, and you're right, like the humor of it, because I love horror comedy. I think that's my favorite genre is horror really? comedy. Yeah. If it's done well, like we talk about what we do in the shadows, that's horror comedy. Um, and then another one that I love is called Ready or Not. Have you ever seen that one? Yeah. Oh man, it's so good. I don't know where it's streaming. I had to buy it on um, Vudu. It's like five bucks. But it is one of my favorite movies. So it's about this girl who marries this very, very, very wealthy dude. Um, And he, his family made all their money from like board games. Mm -hmm. So it's like an old money family. They live in this huge mansion. So they end up getting married. And on the wedding night, they all have to play a game where the card goes in and the new person that marries into the family presses the button and then whatever gets printed on that card that's what they play so it could be checkers it could be yeah so it could be like any game but if it comes up that it's hide and seek then they have to hunt the person and kill them and sacrifice them to the devil i am terrified it is the funniest fucking movie that you'll see 
this year if you watch it. I mm-hmm. swear on it, it is just the funniest fucking movie. I don't know how they did I have it. Have to watch that with somebody because I'm afraid. Oh, you could literally watch it with Brianna. I watched mm-hmm. it with with all the kids. Yeah, when Kayla was that age, she. It, yeah, I'm pretty sure it came out about like four years ago and Mm -hmm. i've watched it with her yeah it's so funny they're all so funny and the characters and it ends up being just fine so Mm -hmm. you can watch it knowing everything's gonna be fine but it's i don't you know just oh it's so good so those are the ones that like just make me laugh and they're murdering people and like there's blood everywhere, <laughs> but I'm just laughing my ass off. I just think it's so funny. <laughs> Another cry for help. I'm fine, <laughs> but it's so good. I, pr- I swear those two movies, you'll be like, Oh my God, these are so good. Okay. I'll watch them. They're very good, but not uh, tonight. Cause I'm too scared. <laughs> Yeah, but both are so funny. I mean, both, you'll be like, oh, my God, why have I not seen this movie in my life? I am going to say that. You are. You are. It'll be the kids' like favorite movies. Like, So this is going to be awesome. So this week, we are talking about St. Bartholomew, who is also an apostle. He is. Wait, oh, no, he's our second apostle, right? He's our second because Jude, we did a couple of weeks ago. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. I forgot about Jude. But so they think his name was Nathan, right? Yeah, like they, they yeah. aren't sure if Bartholomew was his real name because I think there's mention of a Nathaniel and there's not really a mention of a Bartholomew or something. So they're assuming that Nathaniel, like just judging from the stories, is Bartholomew. Um, apparently, Nathaniel was a very popular name back then. Yeah. So it was like John or Mike, you know, it was yeah. just like kind of everybody had it. Uh, they believe his name was either Nathaniel Bar Ptolemy or Nathaniel Bar Talum. Meaning of it is gift of the Lord. This is another consistent thing that we see with a lot of these saints. The same thing. Right? They just have these names that are like foreshadowing, you know, who they're going to be. So I guess like pay attention to what you fucking name your kids. No, <laughs> it could be their fucking destiny, man. I know. Don't name your kid like Bambi or anything. Oh my god, do you not name your fucking. <laughs> now we really sound like grandma. <laughs> Don't name your kid Bambi. Who cares if your kid's named Bambi? Just Who's grandma like... taking over my body? <laughs> Sorry, we were confused for a second. So it still remains to be very mysterious. So some believe that Ptolemy is his father's name. But it's not a Hebrew name. And he was super Jewish, uh, St. Bartholomew. Wasn't there some talk that he might have been from Armenia? I believe so, right? It's kind of, again, this is like in like year 33. (laughs) So it's so hard to like pinpoint like specific stuff. I thought we mentioned it earlier. It was so cool that he was lifelong besties with St. Philip. I know. Like, what? That's so adorable. They were just like, walking around looking for the Messiah, you know, yeah. like regular dudes. <laughs> like they were like, hey, Nat, what up, Phil? Like that's how they're talking on the cartoon. I was like, look at these little fucking scallywags just on the beach, skipping stones, looking for the Messiah. Good for them. So the thing about St. Bartholomew was he was like a fucking super prejudiced dickhead. 
I know. Why was he such a racist? I don't know, but like maybe some people need to start and fucking watching Saints for Kids. For him in the Saint in the cartoon for kids, the Saint for Kids. Yeah, they were like making excuses for him. Like I don't know, maybe I'm just a product of my time. I'm Literally, not sure why I won't eat honey that's from Nazareth. Yeah, you know what they say about those Nazarenes? And I was like, they make delicious fucking honey because apparently yeah. it's fine. So he thought that basically anybody from Nazareth or anything from Nazareth was basically trash and like he had nothing to do with it. So Philip was always like, you know, you shouldn't fucking count it out. Like, what if the Messiah or something great comes from Nazareth? And he was like, yeah, well, we'll fucking see about that, yeah, you know, like, when the time comes. Yeah, he's like, yeah, right. You know, come from wherever the, wherever I live. Exactly. Well, he said, was he come from Canes? I think he said. Hannah? Hannah? Was it something like that? So, you know, he was very dedicated. And they literally talked about, like, you think we're going to, like, meet the Messiah, like, in our lifetime? And they were both like, yeah, probably. You know? Probably. So- <laughs> Most likely. That's I mean- the plan. What do you think we're digging around here for? <laughs> <laughs> you know? I'm not fucking just living on the beach for nothing. Around looking for the Messiah. <laughs> yeah. Lo and behold, fucking Philip gets, you know, Jesus Christ walks up on Philip and he's like, hey, dude, I see what you're doing out here. You're doing yeah. your thing. Like, I'm the Messiah. And he was like, I knew it. I just want to say, like, they totally manifested this, okay? Like, when I listen to a lot of Abraham Hicks, even though I'm not sure what I believe, but anyway, the thing that they're always talking about on these tapes is, like, how you have to just believe that something's going to happen and it happens. Like, if you have mm-hmm. doubt or you or you want something to happen, there's resistance there. But if you just think it's going to happen, then it, it will. Yeah. So, like, just fucking clear your mind and fucking, like, a laser beam yeah yeah and that's what these guys did because literally you know they were just two little kids on the beach you know and they were like we're gonna see them and they fucking did so philip was the first one and jesus is like you know come join me so let's do this together you know because he had to get his disciples together so when he left he would have people to go out there and spread the word and keep it going so what does philip do he's like hey jesus you think i can bring my buddy (laughs) (laughs) And Jesus is like, yeah, sure. I would, I would want to go alone. <laughs> yeah. And I think he was like, he's never going to. He was like, you know what it is? It's like Ricky Bobby and fucking like Talladega Knights. They were like Shake and Bake Brothers. You know what I mean? Yeah. They, were, they were just ride or die. And, you know, how could he leave him high and dry when like this is what they've been, you know, yearning for all these years? Like so, Night at the Roxbury. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. They were like on that level. And Jesus could sense that, you know, because he's all knowing and he was like, I'm not going to break this motherfucker's heart. He's like, I can't break up stepbrothers. (laughs) No. (laughs) You know, prestige worldwide has to happen. (laughs) Like, who am I to break? I'm only Jesus Christ. I mean, Jesus Christ. (laughs) That would be a real dickhead move. So bring them. The only thing is, you know, Jesus is literally from Nazareth. So, you know, here's this problem with that. (laughs) He's from the wrong side of the tracks, according (laughs) to uh, Nathaniel. So Philip goes to him and he's like, listen, I found the Messiah. He's going to take us on this journey. We're going to see some shit. We're going to fucking be with God, like son of God. Like, this is it. This is what we've been talking about, which is like a weird thing. Imagine if 
when we teach our kids not to talk to strangers, if we're preventing <laughs> like greatness, Messiah, we're like, don't get in that guy's car. <laughs> he doesn't have candy because he, he always fucking lies. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, you know him. <laughs> yeah, that's Randy. Okay. You don't get in Randy's car. <laughs> you see the goods first. Then you decide. But he never has anything. <laughs> Randy. <laughs> don't get in the yeah, people. Car. No, no, no. This is a different so, story. No, no. We're just pretending. So, um... <laughs> It's just make-believe. You know, Philip runs over to Nathaniel and he's like, this is it. We're going to go on the road with this guy. Yeah. This is what we've been waiting for. He's the one. So Nathaniel's like, we made it into the band. <laughs> <laughs> I got the tambourine, but it's fine. I'm in it. <laughs> oh, the tambourine. The only instrument I can play. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can rock a triangle. Oh, a triangle. Yeah. We could do that. <laughs> so, you know, Nathaniel's like, where's he from? And he's like, dude, he's from Nazareth. He's like, ah, here we go with that bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, no, no, man, this is it. Like, wait till you beat him. Like, as soon as you meet him, you're just going to know. So that's what happened. When Nathaniel, who's now St. Bartholomew, um, met Jesus Christ, every single, like, any hesitation basically at all just melted away. He immediately knew he was the son of God. This was who he was waiting for. And he just completely... Completely, like, was all in with this motherfucker. So they took it on the road, yeah. you know, and Jesus was healing people and. And they were, you know, taking like a loaf and two fish and feeding 5,000 people. So I know they said that after he produced enough to feed the 5,000 people, there were like 12 baskets of food left over from how much he made. That's crazy. Like, how'd he do that? <laughs> <laughs> that's do weird. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I mean, that's like magic. You know what I mean? You can't like, can't make scientific sense out of it. Right. I mean, no, it's just like, it sounds so ridiculous to be even just an exaggeration like it's so far past like the average like oh you know we fed 100 people with it and it's like really four people oh it's so wild so after all that you know obviously he was one of the apostles you know jesus had that meeting with them on good friday where he filled them with the holy spirit and told them you know you're up motherfuckers yeah yeah your turn do what you got to do you know, make this shit work. And so they were just with it, like, oh, like, yeah, this had been like their lifelong dream was like to meet the Messiah and like they meet him and now they're in the entourage. Yeah. Like this is big time. This is what they've been waiting for. I mean, this is going to fucking change the world, which it did. I mean, there was wars over this shit. There's still shit over this shit. I mean, it's yeah. crazy, but they were to usher this into society. This was their job. So Jesus, you know, gets crucified, horrible. They all disperse and start doing their thing. So when they go off to, you know, preach the word and convert people and everything, the two best friends forever, they stuck it out. It was St. Bartholomew and St. Philip yeah. and St. Philip's sister, St. Miriam, and she's also a saint. They went out together and they went all over. They were like in two saint kids. They had two saint kids in their family. Yeah. Oh my Talk God. About I think they were the only two. I know. <laughs> because I know. those other two. If there's more. I know. They were the shit starters, right? I mean, while well, they're just like trying to save the world according to them, you know? Like, this is God's son, but he's also God, but he's also a ghost. You know, like, <laughs> <laughs> he said 5,000 people with a fucking loaf of bread and two fish. 
He's my best friend. Uh, okay. Shut the fuck up. He's my best friend. <laughs> we fish and we do carpenter shit. Okay. And they were probably like rolling their eyes, like, what the fuck is oh going on? Oh my god. Can't you just be the a pagan and a sacrifice virgins? Like, why can't you just be normal? <laughs> why can't you just sacrifice virgins and be normal? <laughs> Get your shit straight. It's almost a full moon. <laughs> oh my god! You just know, <laughs> just be regular. <laughs> so yeah, so the three amigos, the three saints, they're out and about. They're in India. Um, to my recollection, they were, I believe, in India where they got caught because. Again, you, this is a big no-no. Like, you yeah, can't yeah. do this shit. So, they get caught and they get freaking tortured. And they were into fucking peeling skin off. I know. Which is just, like, so fucking barbaric. They do shit like that. And then the other thing is, they fucking hung them upside down. I know. There was, like, an earthquake or something. And, yes. like, they, like, got the bodies before they fell or something. Is that what happened? So, with the commotion, they ran out there. No, Philip was dead. Oh, Philip was dead. Okay. Yeah. So, Philip was already dead. They took him down. They probably buried him, you know, and gave him a proper burial. Um, Fucking Bartholomew lives. Yeah, but... And then did they take him to Armenia? Yes. Then he... After he got taken down, he went to Armenia to do more freaking preaching. Right, and, shit. Right. and that's when they got him. That's when they got him. So with St. Miriam, I did a little research on her. She was pretty like simple. Basically, after that shit went down, she survived it. She didn't die on the cross. Um, You know, they didn't wow. crucify her. So she lived and she basically just like laid low and then died of natural causes. Wow, that was a good plan. Yeah, like, <laughs> because like if anybody... Down like that for Bart. <laughs> yeah, shit didn't go that well for the other guys but yeah she kind of like got off scot-free if you really look at it and she's a saint so that's her story so saint bartholomew jets over to armenia and that's when they get him and they really fuck him up like bad but before they do i believe he converted oh yeah what was he called the leader the king of armenia so the king of romania he converts him to christianity and armenia becomes the first country in the world to eventually adopt Christianity as their religion. Oh my God. Yeah. I did not know that. I listened to something. It was That's like awesome. whole, it was some religious like channel that I was listening to on YouTube on the way home from work. Mm-hmm. And it was a story of Bartholomew. And they said that. And I was like, say what? <laughs> That's amazing because I did see they converted and then they killed him or whatever. So that's like fucking crazy. That's and then amazing. I told my coworker about it and I was mm-hmm. like, "Would you believe this?" I'm like, "And this is and she happened to give me this ring today. It's like just like a little stone." Oh, I love it. But she gave that to me today. I'm like, "Oh my god!" And the podcast that we're doing today, it takes place in Armenia and Christianity. You know, it's spread to Armenia, and she's like, "I'm Albanian, Mary." Oh my god, that is so fucking I'm like, funny. <laughs> Fucker, who's Armenian? The Kardashians? The Kardashians are Armenian. Why am I so stupid? I don't. I it's not that you're geography. stupid. It's yeah, we're just you know, in other countries, they know the whole world's country. 
Like, you know how we only have like certain years of our education where we have to learn like world history in other countries. They know about everybody's shit. That makes more sense. I know. They're very knowledgeable. Like, and I'm talking about like teenagers. Everybody knows everything about everything. It's not just like the history of Italy or the history of France. Like, I always like those subjects. Like I said in another episode, it's just like easy for me to learn it's nice to know the information you know if you're ever forced to play a game of like jeopardy yeah. sometimes you get to step it up and you're like i remember that yeah <laughs> i remember again when they kill him right they fucking flay him which is them peeling his skin off his so fucking, fucking body disgusting and then they fucking hang him upside down so he's fucking dead they what? took a sack and they put his body in filled it with sand and threw him in the ocean are you kidding me right now? No. They were like, That is You're so gone. disgusting. I know. I was like, holy shit. Like when they wanted them dead, they were like really creative. Like they thought outside of the box and they like layered their crazy. Like it was like a bunch of them in a room and they were like just like, and then we should do this, and then we should do that. I'm like, fuck it, let's do all of it. And they oh just my go God. all in. I would be way too scared to fuck with shit there. <laughs> I know. I'm a very afraid person. Me too. I get very paranoid. I don't need any of that shit on my conscience. That in um, Michelangelo's Sistine Chapel, mm-hmm. that in the painting, there is an image of Bartholomew holding, I guess, like his peeled skin. Damn. Weird. That's so fucking creepy. But he made it to the Sistine Chapel. That's really cool, you know? I think so. I definitely think so. So this is the thing about St. Bartholomew, right? You know my sources. Mm-hmm. I use the cartoon for kids and then i use that encyclopedia so in the encyclopedia of mystic saints and sages by judica isles there's two saint bartholomews one is the apostle that we just talked about and the other one is saint bartholomew of the sea yes so there's a mythical variation of him so i love that one and the fact that they put him in the fucking sea like laid him to rest so i was like wow talk about like the two worlds colliding where you're like okay well you know like maybe that's why the legend is but some people believe that it's really poseidon wearing a mask of saint bartholomew which we've heard with other like saint anthony there's a you know a legend of um one of this i think aphrodite being him or whatever so there's all those situations (laughs) so i'm so i picture like poseidon from spongebob yeah now i'm picturing like spongebob poseidon (laughs) yeah (laughs) the last supper (laughs) yeah (laughs) for sure so (laughs) the story about Poseidon is that basically he was cheating on his wife, who was also a Greek god. Matthew told me that all of the Greek gods who were supposed to be the good ones always cheat on their wives. And he said, but Hades is faithful to his wife. He knows all different things about Greek gods. I love that. That's so cool. I used to, you know, host trivia and I was always so impressed. A lot of the kids would come in and they would know almost all the answers. I mean, really? Yeah. I mean, I don't know if I just had really smart kids, but they were excellent. You should do that. Like, if you ever get a chance, like, if something works out, like, where you see a trivia night, if the theme works for your kids, 
I used to have a blast. I would do just kids' nights. You did? Yeah, I would do like Star Wars, Harry Potter. That is cool. Are you Mm -hmm. kidding me? I wish there was some, I wish they did that around here for kids. Oh, it's awesome. And then I would give out like prizes and have stickers and like all that kind of stuff. So they would get kind of like, you know, swag, you know, bullshit stuff. Yeah, it was awesome. That was some of my fun stuff. So Poseidon is cheating on his Greek god wife. And so the wife takes the fucking mistress and she turns it into a mer dog, like a mermaid, but like a dog version of a fucking mermaid. Oh, snap. <laughs> She's like, you ain't coming up in my shit, motherfucker. Now you're a fucking mer dog. And a mer dog. Oh my God. They can only do the doggy paddle. That sucks. <laughs> That's an exhausting punishment. <laughs> oh man. That's exa- I'm exhausted thinking about having to live that life. So they believe like, okay, it's St. Bartholomew is Poseidon and then like there's this you know chick on the side or whatever that's now the Murdoch so that's now the Murdoch <laughs> so the same Bart who's the apostle and the same Bart of the sea they both have the same feast day it's on August 24th he's huge in Portugal so oh I don't know oh my god I'm 1% Portuguese well this is your dude Oh my God. And also, you know why else he's my dude? Hmm. He's some of the patron sainthood stuff that he's about is like anxiety and um, what else was it? It was like stress. Like, I didn't see that. Oh, maybe I just edited it. (laughs) (laughs) I have no, no, but that's, I love when we do shit like this because I remember certain things and you remember certain things. So it like works out perfectly. It's perfect. So for the bar to the sea, if you are missing objects similar to like St. Anthony, you can can invoke him this is the thing though right he wants you to be real clear usually this is how they are and be like straight up request exactly what you want and then when he delivers it he wants to be fucking paid you hear me okay what do you mean pay him how do you pay him you got to donate something you got to do something in his name he wants oh, thank his god peace. i thought you were gonna say a blowjob <laughs> <laughs> I am not doing that because I can't find my fucking keys. I'm like, I'm not blowing a ghost, okay? Oh, my God. <laughs> when do you know when they're finished? You know what I mean? <laughs> it would take it forever. So. Oh, they make sure you know. <laughs> <laughs> um, so the same part of the sea, he protects uh seafarers which i don't i guess that's like fishermen and like people that make their oh, money yeah. people in the sea and, and I, I thought they said philip was a fisherman was he a fisherman too i think they all were you know because that's what jesus oh, was, was that, all that about was job, probably yeah not <laughs> in like building clay houses <laughs> you know what i yeah. you know what i just realized <laughs> when i think about jesus and all the apostles running amok you know, doing their thing, you know, I picture them like point break with Keanu Reeves and um, what what's his name? Oh my God. Do not tell me. I cannot remember. Patrick Swayze. Do you remember that movie? Yeah, kind of. Not really. I have a really bad. Memory. Oh man. <laughs> That's how I picture them. Just like doing shit and like hanging out. I'm thinking that they all fished because that was Jesus's. Uh, they definitely all fished. Yeah, you're right. Like what else were they doing? Yeah. If you want to get like an abundant cat, he can help you. He also has oh domain. Oh my god, Mikey would have loved him. Oh, totally. This was totally a Mikey Saint, 100%. Yeah. Yep. And 
He has domain over the weather. You know, he can raise or control or soothe the winds and the waves and shit like that. If there's a hurricane or like a bad storm coming, like if you're going to pray out to somebody, St. Bartholomew is a good idea, you know. Okay, cool. um, and then oh, like, he's also, I think the patron saint of butchers. Oh, that's so awesome. Yeah. They were talking about some church in this video I was listening to that there's like a church in London that um, was built in his honor. It like came to somebody in a dream that this church had to be built so it was built and then there's also like um i guess next door there's like a hospital and like a butcher oh, and wow. he's this saint of surgeons and butchers that's Wait, amazing surgeons and butchers yeah no maybe it's nurses he's the patron saint of somebody who works in a hospital and butchers he was doing tons of miracles like that's what he was doing you know, when they got caught and, you know, they were hung upside down twice. There was a man that was blind for 40 years and he cured his blindness. He also did like a all-you-can-eat buffet situation and hooked a bunch of people up. So he, he did, did one of those. Yeah. Oh, so that's where the miracles were because I had read that he yeah. performed many miracles and then I was like... Where the fuck are the miracles? Where are the miracles? Yeah. But that's why Philip and his sister Miriam like they were all in because they knew just like him watching Jesus do that on his last hurrah before his yeah. crucifixion like when you see it firsthand like and somebody say they say oh yeah I love to cook I love to entertain and you go there and they fucking rock that shit you have a brand new confidence in that person like That's you're like true. you're like wow man you fucking do love this shit because this was amazing yeah. imagine like he's like curing people and like the proof is in the pudding it's right in front of me how could i deny it so i think it's so cool you can also invoke him for children that have developmental disorders and stuttering oh really mm -hmm. you can invoke him against violence and a violent death okay so that's real specific not fucking all right. creepy so, like, at all in the middle of a violent death you just like yell out bart <laughs> oh you can invoke him against bad dreams and nightmares oh, really yeah I so if you're that when i was a kid i used to have terrible dreams me too what was that all about i don't know vivid terrible yeah. dreams me too and like it's like five yeah crazy i've always had crazy dreams like yeah, i used to see that like shadow thing that people talk about oh Oh my God, that's like sleep paralysis. No, you when got I was that. Little, I remember it. Oh my God, that's terrifying. Not anymore. I wouldn't be able to handle that. I'm so glad you don't have it anymore because that sounds terrifying. I know. Michael has it. Oh no, it's terrible. Oh my God, you can also invoke him against twitching nervous disorders tics anxiety neurological ailments occupational hazards like you said butchers cobblers tanners and knife slippage so if you're a cook or if you're like a sous chef or somebody that does the prepping even like you know you talk about like working in the schools or whatever so that's a good saint bart prayer right before you go check in <laughs> oh that's a good idea right tourette syndrome and it says this feast day is associated with violence oh yeah there were several like massacres that occurred like around his feast day really yeah so it's really violent around it so that's bizarre. It's coming up. 24th. Imagine like something happens. We'll be like, we just released an episode. <laughs> <laughs> We're not <your> <laughs> 
Okay, so that is Saint Bartholomew. This was actually like a three for one episode on the saints because yeah, we did was. Saint Bartholomew, Saint Philip, and Saint Miriam. Yeah, we knocked those guys out. Don't right? have to worry about them. <laughs> <laughs> so hey, what's your favorite conspiracy? Oh, well, right now the conspiracy that I was looking into in honor of Saint Bart is the Simpsons. Yes. That's what I did too. You did? Samesies. There's like a lot of different predictions that have come true throughout decades. And it's something that's been discussed. There are so many of them. There's like too many to list. But can I give you just like a couple of... But yeah, go through them because I got some. So some of the predictions include Kobe Bryant's plane crash, killer bees, Disney taking over Fox, NSA spying scandal. That one's obvious. Big Freed and Roy tiger attack. I mean, that one's obvious too. Like it's a tiger yeah. and they look delicious. Yeah. Trump's yeah. presidency, the London shard. It was um, built in 2009, but it's there on Lisa's trip to London in 1995. Okay. And oh, Homer theorizing that the universe is shaped like a donut. It is. Yeah. And the most interesting one to me is the 1998 episode where Homer Simpson writes a mathematical equation that predicts the mass of the Higgs. I don't know how you say it. If you say it's called the, yeah, they call it the God particle. Yeah. So it's the God particle. And that wasn't discovered by CERN until July 4th, 2012. That's right. That was one of the ones that I was blown away by. And side note for that one, okay, because I got into a really weird rabbit hole here. Okay? Yeah, me too. But one of the things that I was reading about that whole July 4th, like 2012, there are some people who believe that the world actually did upon discovering this God particle, like that they weren't supposed to mess with or whatever, that there's some people who think that the word world basically did implode and that we're currently living in a parallel universe. Ah, oh, motherfucker. But this it would make sense. And then the Mandela effect, you know, also plays into that. And that's why there's like the Mandela effect because we're in a parallel universe. And But the Simpsons is immune to all of the consequences of the Mandela effect. And it's believed that it's because that was part of the original reality. That's how far down this rabbit hole I am right Okay. Now. <laughs> it was very easy to go down a very deep and narrow fucking rabbit hole like on this it was it was a lot and there's so much like most of the ones that you talked about i had in 1997 they were taking a trip to new york and they had a flyer and it had number nine for nine dollars and then they had the twin towers behind it so it looked like it was 9-11 so some people say okay they predicted 9-11 in 97 and it happened in 01 okay so in 1995 due to budget cuts the principal decided to serve the students horse meat and that's actually something that they found out like years later that remember the horse meat thing and then he was also taking the old gym mats and grinding them down and putting it in the food. And that's what Subway did. In 2014, they got caught putting the yoga mat chemical in the bread. Oh, wait, that's right. There was a chemical in the bread. But mm-hmm. I didn't realize that it was a yoga mat. Yes, they were fucking feeding us yoga mat. Oh, my God. I already that's what they call it. because of that gross pedophile guy. I like boycott yeah. Subway, but, but still gross. Yeah, no, super, super gross. So this is fucking crazy. Okay, in 2007, there's an episode where Ralph Wiggum, the kid, is the candidate representing the Republican side. So the team of 
insiders, they all, you know, back him. And Lisa tries to warn Ralph, hey, they're just using you, you know, to get what they want. And this is what Ralph says in 2007. Maybe I'm just using them to make this country great again. <gasps> yeah. Donald so, Trump stole his slogan from Ralph Wiggum. <laughs> <laughs> you heard it here, people. And I heard it on YouTube. Isn't that crazy? That one blew my mind. And then in 2001, Millhouse and Bart break into the comic guy's basement or whatever and they discover all these vhs tapes right they start reading them off what the titles are and the one that bart reads off is godfather 3 good version and this was in 2001 well flash forward on the anniversary of it in 2020 francis ford coppola announced that he was releasing a new cut of godfather 3 that vindicates the film and it is vastly improved. So, in other words, good version. Wow. Okay, so according to Matt Gronin, the creator of The Simpsons, these are mere coincidences, and writers are just coming up with the most outlandish scenarios they could think of, and all just a coincidence. So, yeah, they're they're all like, you know, like you said, they're like-minded, they're all agnostic, they're mathematicians, like they're, mm-hmm. these are smart people. They're reaching for the most ridiculous things or the most ridiculous outcomes that they can think of. But it is like bananas. But that's what he is saying. Like, you know, like, calm down, everybody. It's just a coincidence. We're just really smart. (laughs) Yeah, nothing to see here. Nothing to see here. In 1993, they said in one video, they said they had four predictions, but I only heard really three. So in one episode, they say that this virus was coming over from Japan, which basically they say predicted the coronavirus. So the difference of that was it came from Japan versus ours came from China. So the other thing is in the same exact episode, everybody gets all frustrated and they start rioting in the streets and everybody pushes over a truck, which is containing a box of killer bees. That's what you mentioned earlier. Oh my God, yeah. Yeah. So if you think back in 2020, we had the, coronavirus and then a couple of months later we had murder hornets so it's like what the fuck so then in the same exact episode mayor quimby is telling everybody to stay home he's letting them all know that he canceled his trip to the bahamas and that he won't be there so of course in the cartoon like a steel drum band like starts passing through him and like playing (laughs) calypso music or whatever (laughs) (laughs) so that's in the cartoon or whatever but in real life mayor steve adler in 2020 told his constituents to please stay home and stay safe you know when the coronavirus was going on and that motherfucker was on vacation in mexico it's kind of like you got three fucking things lined up within just a couple of months which is in the same episode that to me was like come on i know that's a lot and then so the whole thought process between a lot of conspiracy theorists although i'm sure they don't call themselves that (laughs) (laughs) is um that and you mentioned this to me once before that matt gronin is a time traveler there's a lot of theories around that and i wanted to look into what that meant because i'm like what when you say time traveling like do you mean you're going into a time machine yeah there's also a rumor that i discovered about matt which is that he is a high-ranking freemason which is a worldwide secret society filled with rich white guys Mm -hmm. and so he's like part of the ultra elite 
All right. Yeah. And he does all kinds of like secret rich white guy shit. Yeah. So I'm going to have to sidestep here for a minute. <laughs> sidestep conversations. It's just wild. Okay. Yeah. So Dr. Dan Barish, who worked for the Majestic, which is like a secret, like science shit with aliens. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. He's a microbiologist. He specializes in extraterrestrial races, technology. Now there's been off-world technology as early as the fifties. And they've been trying to play with time sequences since the seventies. Okay. And he's a part of all of this because they find a bunch of shit. First there's project looking glass. The government is searching for technology to predict the future. They go to Egypt, they go onto this temple. Okay. Mm -hmm. And there's like this temple in Egypt is supposedly like a portal into a new world. Mm -hmm. Then there's a yellow square. The government steals the yellow square. You can look into the future with it. And they each look into the future and supposedly they pass it around to all these elites and let elites like choose what the best path was for them. Because when you look into the cube, you see the future, but different paths because we have freedom of choice. So, Makes sense for me. I was smart of you to smoke more for this. Yeah. I was like, buckle up, bitch. This is going to be fun. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not stupid. Oh my God. <laughs> there's a lot more of this craziness. There's a black box from a spaceship. Like there's there's all different parts of these things that you can like project the future and open portals supposedly. And nobody has one. It's passed between the UN and, you know, those other fucking government places <laughs> somewhere in Europe. You no, know, I'm just really disappointed that this is where we're at when we have that. Like why? Oh so there's so actually- why, why if, if you could make a utopia, because obviously, you know, we have freedom of choice. So if you had good intentions, then the box or the cube or whatever the fuck it is it would push you towards that good path i think that the bad people are looking in that fucking thing and so it's given their perspective of what it is and now we're probably all gonna die so we probably won't. <laughs> we're definitely all gonna die and also this microbiologist discovered this like ganja particle that can cure and heal any person anything like and they'll kill and him and they'll take that like, thing oh, and they'll oh my god he was like in hiding for a while oh my god yeah there's like this theory that matt was like part of this society which allowed him to be considered like one of the elite to like look into all of the shit that the government has and okay. like that they're using it to create like little Easter eggs in the Simpsons, like little nuggets. Like that's what we're doing. Like, you know what I mean? Like, this is what we're doing with this technology. (laughs) We're like, let's keep this fucking show on the road. Okay. (laughs) It's all we've got. We've got this and SNL. Everything else is gone. We should have never lost the Flintstones. That (laughs) ship has sailed. (laughs) Like, what the fuck are we doing? Like, this is such a waste. We could be so far along with. We could be like Star Trek and I don't Um, even. They're like aliens are here. (laughs) Oh my god, they're all here. It's fucking frightening. According to my research, (laughs) (laughs) they're here. They've been here. Okay. Mm Hmm. According and to the fucking CIA, they just announced it. They're like, I know, hey. there's, even a, there's an alien named like J-Rod who just like walks around. Oh, God. I have witnessed spacecrafts three times that I can say like 100%. And then my friend was in the car with me. And all three times, we, everybody in the car was like, holy shit. Yeah. Like, it's eerie because in my experience, it's like super quiet. And even there's like a stillness where I'm calm. 
But I'm like, oh my God, that's fucking crazy, right? I live by a place where it's like documented that there was a UFO crash in South Haven Park. God. And the day that it happened, none of the regular police or firefighters responded. The Brookhaven Laboratory went there and it was closed off for three days. Nobody was allowed in the park. Oh my God. And there were, but there were supposedly witnesses who saw a big steel craft and there was no report of a plane crash or anything like that. Mm -hmm. And the trees in the spot that it, supposedly landed in are still kind of bent like outwardly do you go to that park go to that park you shouldn't go to that park i know i don't want you know why else i don't want to go there there's yellow jackets <laughs> don't go to that park because shit that i've heard like on uh, like the history channel nice aliens it's not that it's the um it's the radio uh, the radio yeah it's the, the bacteria there's even space bacteria that like oh in God, history i want to get like a space yeast infection <laughs> right can you imagine space oh hives <laughs> fuck monkey box i got fucking space hives i went to the fucking park last week <laughs> you know people are like you're always getting on with the space hives <laughs> the only other thing i wanted to mention which is it's like like this part is kind of i feel like the other stuff seems legit to me. It checks out. But this part. <laughs> <laughs> this is where I say, wait a second. A Hold scary. up, mister. Because the people who are invested in this, I'm sure they know a lot more than I do also. You know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. I only researched this for like three days. This is like what they do. So Springfield is a real place. And it's where Gronin grew up. And it's in Oregon. And it's close to a town called the Looking Glass. So they think that that's like a clue. There are also people who think that Futurama is a documentary. And that there's a scene where Layla is like writing a book or something like that. Mm -hmm. And everybody thinks she's so amazing. But really, she's just like on another planet, just like writing what she sees. So some of these people on Reddit, somebody was saying that he thinks that's a confession. Oh, okay. A community of people who read that really like that. Okay. So, but I mean, the thing about Springfield being close to the town of Looking Glass, it's two hours away. Like, I'm two hours away from Pennsylvania. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, that's a stretch. I don't if it was, like, one like, town over, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, something like, like that. I, when I was reading it, I thought they were going to say, like, it really was that town. It was but they the town the he was born in, but they moved. Yeah. So, so that's so like, a stress. Aliens, check. Yellow box of portal, check. Believe it all. <laughs> yeah, totally. The town thing doesn't check out. So I don't really know if he's looking into the future. Or maybe it is just... Maybe they're manifesting it. Maybe they're creating it. They're putting it out there into words. And, maybe. Uh, I mean, they are super powerful. I mean, they... Reality. Something could, is weird, though. It's more than just... It's not just, a coincidence. It's not it's, a coincidence. There's too many. And some of them you can explain, but some of them are just too... And even, okay, the Donald Trump thing. All right, he was a popular person to make fun of back and, then. In all fairness, he did make reference to I know, but I think he did running. even run as a third-party candidate at some point. Yeah, so, so okay. that's not as much well, of could, a stretch. But what about the video of when he's coming down the escalator... And a little that's... girl drops a poster behind him. And that's exactly what happens in the Come scene on. of The Simpsons. Come on. I mean, how do you explain that? <laughs> it's the yellow cube it's the I yellow mean, cube it's the i mean that's like come on i mean unless it's like you know they have like an oracle and a fucking pond in the back and he's like what do you think and he's like sign escalator trump you know, like, <laughs> it's like three balls fucking come out of the fucking gumball machine and they're like do it <laughs> just make it work i don't know that's it's fucking awesome <laughs> 
Oh my God. <laughs> so that's what I feel probably happening. I don't know. I, I just, like you said, I just think it's more than a coincidence. So who it knows? Is- I stopped watching The Simpsons because I don't know. I think I worked nights for a while. So I kind of got out of the habit of watching it. I stopped and watching it too, but I don't really know why either. I don't know why. But I think now when I did this research, I thanked God that I didn't watch it because it stressed me the fuck out all the shit that they got right i was like i don't need like it would be like somebody coming up to you and saying like do you want to know when you're gonna die that's what i feel like watching the simpsons is like like do you really want to know how this shit is most likely gonna pan out it it could desensitize you know the masses which i think is what they're trying to do is like water it down so when it does happen they don't think it's that big of a deal because fuck it it was on the simpsons so how bad can it be a lot of people also believe that a lot of the shows or movies that are out are sometimes trying to give us clues yes but we're too stupid and like caught up in our own existence to like really pay attention but that there's a lot of things out there Mm -hmm. that are meant to open our eyes a little bit but we like to keep them shut yeah we're like la 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 put that will ferrell movie on i want to know that (laughs) i don't want to think none did they make a movie about that dog mermaid yet (laughs) oh man i need a murdog movie that's the new pixar movie fucking murdog it's fucking beside Side chick. Every girl in America would want to see Murdoch movie. I think so. She's a badass bitch. Yeah, she's probably she like hot as fuck, you know, and now she's just like a lump. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for joining us for another episode of the Hash Wednesday podcast. Join us next time and don't forget to follow us and subscribe on Spotify, Amazon Music, and Apple Podcasts. Yeah, we'll see you guys next time. Bye. What is this, the eighth episode? Yeah. (laughs) That was awesome.